What is up, world? John Shute here for another Puff Creative Podcast. Today, I have the honor and privilege of being here with Takesha Harvey. Takesha, how are you? I'm well. Thanks, John. It's so good to see you. <laughs> We've actually never met, but I feel like I know you so well. <laughs> I mean, this is the world we live in today. We always it is. Yeah, we so um, Takesha, you are the co-founder and brand director of Canna Curious Magazine. Um, give us like just a higher level overview of Canna Curious because you got a lot of really cool stuff going on. Yeah, Canna Curious Magazine is a cannabis lifestyle magazine from a woman's perspective. Um, we basically are targeting the Canna Curious woman, someone who is interested in learning about cannabis and CBD and how it can uh, impact her life. Um, but we do it in a really beautiful and approachable way so that everyone feels welcome. And that's and it's awesome that you're doing that. And it's so important, I think, that you're doing. You, you've decided to launch this magazine, especially at this point in the world. <laughs> this is the state of mind everyone's in. And also at this point in the cannabis industry and how it's accelerating just at a pace that I don't think any of us thought uh, could happen. <laughs> um, right. We'll, we'll circle back to that. Um, a huge part of my podcast is just diving into uh, the story of the folks behind the scenes. Um, I feel like sometimes like that gets missed uh, when people are just running companies and just busy in the day-to-day -day grind. Um, and, you know, just a quick background, how we met, it was that we met on a virtual general assembly uh, conference, right? That was right. like the right when COVID, I think. Yeah, yeah. the future. It was like right when COVID started. Um, I was like in my bedroom with the dog behind me. <laughs> yeah. Everyone was like commenting about the dog. <laughs> yeah, that was like the hot topic. Like no one listened to what I said. They're just like, that dog, she moved. <laughs> she moved. She um, <laughs> and I think like, I remember everyone on that, on that like, like everyone was just super chill. And we all kind of just like kept in touch and you and I have, yeah. have been in touch, um, which has been great. And you just so hand uh, crocheted a blanket for my for my newborn baby which i am extremely grateful for um i'm trying to convince the keisha to open her own crochet uh business but besides as the it, point, as if my friends don't think i'm 90 years old already they're like you're crocheting blankets <laughs> i watch um, cbs i watch murder she wrote <laughs> same same it's not a bad thing um so uh, are you, I know you're in Florida currently. Are you from Florida? Or I am. Yeah. You are. South Florida? Florida or? Yeah. It's, it's crazy. Cause I lived, I just moved back here three years ago. Um, and I hadn't lived here in like since high school. So it was kind of like, it still is kind of new for me to be back down here. Cause it's so different. Um, cause when I, after graduating college, I basically was up and down the East coast and, 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 and a little bit. In Where the did you go to school? I went to Florida A&M University, which is oh, nice because uh, we always used to joke that the A&M stand for Florida Alcoholic and Marijuana University. <laughs> you know, awesome. I, don't, I don't know if any other A&M schools say that, but. <laughs> Dude, that's all. I think you should start like a, a crochet and t-shirt company now too for like the college. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I went to school at Florida A&M, which is in Tallahassee. It's like seven hours north of um, Fort Lauderdale. And um, yeah, from there, I started my career in fashion. I worked at Macy's in their buying office. 
Um, and I, you know, it's funny going out, going to, to a buying office, you're thinking, oh, this is going to be exciting. And I was buying, I worked in a buying office for like, oh, it's funny, infants and layettes. So it was oh, no. <laughs> little onesies, basically. <laughs> Dude, the, no onesie industry, the, one, the onesie industry is a serious thing, though. I'm not going to... I mean, there's a lot going on with one. <laughs> I didn't know, like, there's there's name brands. There was like, it was like DKNY, Calvin yeah. Klein. <laughs> there's like Balenciaga onesies, and like Gucci shoes for babies. It's like they wear them for a month. And <laughs> yeah, but at least your baby's styling, I guess, for that month. <laughs> True. Yeah, so I did that. And then um, I got tired of working in a department store. And like, once you're in New York, it's like, I'm sure it's probably the same in, in Colorado. You're like, all the industries are there. So all yeah. the buying offices are there in New York. And so there's like headhunters calling you all the time. And so um, I finally answered one and got an interview. I, I have a question. Is, is this, were you already consuming cannabis when this all happened? So when did, no, when did that first I'm, start for you? I mean, okay. So going back to Florida Alcoholic and Marijuana University, Florida A&M, let me not just, you know. <laughs> Just, just, you know, disrespect the name. But I, I was it. definitely more on the alcohol side than the marijuana side. But it was, I was always around it, but I never consumed it in college. So Did I you say that's because, like, of growing up in Florida and it being illegal and, like, was that part of the influence or just, Actually, like... Actually, it's a simpler than that. I didn't oh. know how to smoke. And this, okay. <laughs> and this is, like, probably... So I didn't know, you know, I was just so... Every time I tried I'm like I'm coughing it's you know no one everyone I guess assumes that you know how to smoke and I'm like I don't know how to you know properly inhale what or not inhale rather is you know and so I was like this sucks it's like I'm just coughing so I just never I'd never like to inhale anything so I just kind of stuck on the alcohol side so it wasn't until many many years later that I so after New York after Macy's yeah like interesting um, it was actually 2016. I went Whoa. to see it. Yeah, no, long. I told you, I was on the alcohol side. I like mixed drinks. I like wine. What, what's, like your go, what's your go-to drinks? Like, what's a mixed drink? Oh, um, like? old fashioned. Oh, me too. Yeah. Yes. It's classic. Definitely. Can't be the classic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but it was going in Seattle, actually. In 2016, I went there for the first time um, with a friend. And I was like, oh, man cannabis is legal here. Let's go, you know, I want to try it out. And, you know, I had the, the same rookie mistake. I got an edible. My friend got <laughs> some pre-rolls and she I already smoked know before. This you already know. You already know. <laughs> um, yeah, it was, you know, you, you ha- I had like a chocolate bar and I think it's, you know, they sell them in a hundred milligrams, right? So yeah, I, eat scary. Some. I had no idea of dosing. So I eat some, of course, I feel nothing. So I eat some more, of course. And it's pretty good. So you're like, oh, whatever. Yeah, this tastes great. <laughs> and we went out to eat. And then afterwards, we went to like get dessert and drinks at another place and met up with a friend that I knew from, um, from grad school who lived out there. And all of a sudden, it hit me. And I did not know what to expect because I'd never done an edible before. And all of a sudden, I was like hyper paranoid. I'm like, I swear I was like, Smoky and Friday, and I was like, "Can they tell? Can they tell? Can they tell them hi?" Like, <laughs> I was like, "Can they hear my thoughts? Am I talking out loud?" Like, it was it was the most, but the least, because I was like so contained. I was just sitting there, like I guess, kind of like stuck. And I'm like, "Do they know? Do they know?" And they're talking, and I'm not talking at all, and I'm just like sitting there. And then they're like, "You okay?" And I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> "They're trying to play it off." Yeah, trying to play it off. 
And then um, finally we leave and I was like, oh my gosh, I think I'm super high. And my friend just falls out laughing and- Cause they, like, Cause they consume too, but already knew what to expect. Yeah, exactly. And so I, I just didn't know what to expect. And so I was just like trying to, almost like, you know, when you drink too much, you drink, I kept drinking water as if that was gonna help anything. <laughs> Like, that's like I mean that's always like the first resort when you're like having like a like, panic attack or something just drink a ton of water just drink water <laughs> so we I ended up going back to the hotel and like passing out and having like the best night's sleep ever um but yeah it was it was you know inconsequential but it was just it was just really funny that I can't believe and since then I have never consumed that much in one sitting because I know better <laughs> like, yeah yeah so did so did it, it did it kind of that didn't turn you off then that kind of you you explored it more from there and started well, realizing had, yeah at the time I wasn't I was um I think I was living in Ohio so I was in such a place where it was not again not smoking it there wasn't really places to get edibles and I, I didn't know anyone who was doing or trying um you know at home baked edibles or anything like that so it wasn't until 2018 when I actually um started working in the cannabis industry that I started my exploration and really started consuming a lot of more different products. Interesting. Okay. So, um, all right. So we're going to circle back again. So we're in New York. We're not smoking weed. You're, no. you're we're, we're buying onesies and doing purchasing for Macy's. And then did, so did you stay on that path, which kind of, and, and developed your professional career in that space, which led to your consulting in the cannabis space? Basically. Yeah, so I, I basically, my time in New York was all in fashion. So after- Sorry I if you hear a baby crying too in the background. Oh. <laughs> Please go watch your baby. No. <laughs> my wife like, got it. She knows. I'm like, it's, it's, with the, it's with the lady who crocheted the blanket. Like we got this podcast. Um, yeah. So I, I, in New York, I basically stayed in fashion. So I went to coach after Macy's. And then from there, I went to Ralph Lauren. And then um, at that point, I had, was basically always in working in the buying offices and I kind of got tired of that and found it hard to exit. And so I, I created my own exit. I went back to graduate school for two years and just didn't work for two years. Um, and did nice. full time. <laughs> You're yeah. like, yeah, I don't feel like breaking up with these guys. I'm just gonna go back to school. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's a That's great, awesome. like, oh, sorry. I just, you know, people, it's very accepting too. People are yeah, like, for sure. excited and happy for you. Um, so then I, it was in graduate school that I um, kind of switched, was able to switch careers. And I started working in consumer packaged goods and like brand management and innovation. Um, and those skills were super transferable to the cannabis industry. That's like or this burgeoning cannabis industry and CBD industry, as, as a matter of fact, because these are, I see them as like the next consumer packaged goods industry. Um, you know, it's understanding who your target customer is, what is your branding, what is your brand message, who are, you know, how are you promoting, um, how often are you, um, you know, giving people incentives to purchase, There's all the things that, that happened in the traditional, you know, buying, I was working on Chef Boyardee and things like, you know, Hunt's Tomatoes, those things are still relevant um, in the cannabis space. So I saw that as an opportunity. And so when I left corporate America, and went on my sabbatical for a year <laughs> to, to find myself. <laughs> um, it's super, it's completely necessary. Yeah, I, I feel like everyone should do it. Maybe like every 10 years even, you know, don't, because um, I've always, I, I've coined the phrase, I haven't coined the phrase, but I identify with it as a multi-passionate creative. Like I always, I seem to like have a seven year itch. So it's like, I worked seven years in fashion. Then I was like, okay, what next? 
And then I worked eight years in the consumer packaged goods industry. And I'm like, okay, what next? So I think that there is, it's natural for me at least to always want to explore different avenues. And I think cannabis for me was like, oh my gosh, it's so appealing because it's so new um, and there's so much opportunity in it. And it also like coming in um, and, and almost like kind of being able to shape the industry is super exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's super important. Um, interesting. So, it, so then you you get into the cannabis space, and is that when you became a bit more ed- like you educated yourself on like the possibilities of like consuming products like a certain way and like control like controlling your high type of concept? Yeah, exactly. Because also like so, I the first time I was actually in Denver, um, we were working with a um, a dispensary chain there. So we were I was back and forth there every two weeks for about three months, and. Oh. So I got to experiment and try a lot of different things. And the first thing that I tried was this product um, by 1906 High called for, called Midnight for Sleep. Yeah, and I have that's trouble a great sleeping. product. Like I don't, I people always joke, but I don't sleep through the night. I don't think I have in like I don't know 15 years. Like I wake up every two to three hours, and so oh, you I, should come oh. babysit. <laughs> <laughs> Only I don't do diapers. Sorry, I don't. Oh, do okay, all right. I, I mean, number one, not number two. <laughs> then I have to wake you up. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> um, but yeah, so when I tried it, I was like, oh my gosh, this is so great. I was able to like sleep for six hours and wake up with no like grogginess or no hangover or anything like that, yeah. like, which you sometimes will get if you take a, you know, a sleep aid or- Yeah, or get too or, drunk or- Or NyQuil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and so I was like, wow, this is amazing and then you know in experimenting with different products I was like like I have a herniated disc in my back and you know I have uh when that flares up and I can't walk like the back pain the ibuprofen regimen that I'm on is you know I can't take it for too many days because it upsets my stomach and so I I have like you know a cannabis vape pen and I'll take a couple puffs and I was like the pain subsides so much quicker or I'll use a CBD topical on my back and then my healing time is like cut in half and so that's where I started to basically start to like evangelize. Um, and as I learned more too, like more and more about different cannabis products and especially trying to reduce and change that, that notion that this is a drug, because that's what yeah. I thought growing up. Like, Oh, that's bad. Don't do that. That's going to, that's the gateway drug. Next thing you do, you're going to be doing heroin. Like, you know, and yeah, it's, yeah. It's which is crazy. Cause it's like, we have like a whole dedicated system to cannabis in our right. body. You know, that they, t- it's like you grow up, you know, in the D.A.R.E. program or whatever it is. Yeah. It's like, oh, wait, so this is actually a natural plant that we, our right. body is like used to. Um, right. Versus all this synthetic, you know, pharmaceutical products yep. that come out that have horrendous side effects and um, addiction. And, right. Addiction. So it's, I, so that started to change my mind too. And it, it was funny because I started talking to my parents about it and they're, they were even open to it because as they're over 70 and they have chronic yeah. pain and illnesses. They're and on how much they medication? And- <laughs> exactly. And they're like, I don't want to be on all these medications. And yeah. so I started them on some CBD products and they really liked them. And, um, and so it's like, that's when I, I was like, okay, if I could change my 70 something year old church going parents' minds, <laughs> like it's true. You could change anyone's mind. Right. Interesting. And so is that, so that, that those experiences um, have kind of led you to kind of curious? Absolutely. Because so 
me and my co-founders, we um, worked in the same co-working space and we always wanted to work together because we, you know, really just enjoyed each other's company and who, who wouldn't want to work with your friends? Um, and we had, um, and with, with, with someone else who's like the boss, you're like, we could probably do this on our own. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, our we own yeah, we had the skill set. Like, you know, um, one of the co-founders is a graphic designer. The other one's like a, a, has editorial experience as a writer. So it was something that we could actually just put together and produce on our own. Um, without, you know, a, a ton of additional help, at least to start up. And that was really, and what we really talked about was um, targeting women because women have such a, uh, um, we're just always so scared of being judged, especially by other women. Um, and it's, it's, <laughs> it's horrible. I mean, I'm noticing it now with like my, you know, my wife and like having a baby where she, it's yeah. like, we used to post about products and like shout out and she's like, are people going to judge me? Yeah. I'm like, that right. sucks that you even feel that way. Like I'm out here, like just another white dude posting about my, my cannabis and smoking and like, and don't okay. even think twice about it. And like, I'm like, man, you shouldn't have to feel that way. Like, right. no, it's and like not fair. Things, yeah. And there's things that can help you. Um, you know, one of my co-founders has two kids and she was like, I have a CBD vape pen. It helps me stay calm and it's better than me drinking wine, you know? And, but she's like, I don't really want to tell people about it because they think it's a drug. And they think they're going to be like, oh, you're doing drugs. You know, but in reality, and, it's way better than a glass of wine. <laughs> absolutely. So that's what, that was kind of like the the impetus that we we're like, okay, how can we educate women and change their minds and have them um, basically like just normalize and neutralize the conversation about cannabis and women using it for yeah. all our different, you know, ailments and helping us to just basically live better lives. And that's what we aim to do with Canicurious. We're like, okay, let's package it and put it in a beautiful and approachable way. Um, and include personal stories from all types of women so people can identify with their story or identify with the person telling the story and see themselves reflected in our magazine. Do you feel that like, um, just because like, uh, yeah, like, I mean, just women in general, like the things like just being, living in, in, the, in the world we live in, the climate we live in, especially during this past year, um, do you feel that it just helps with like the general you know, mental health and, you know, day-to-day -day kind of BS that women have to deal with. <laughs> yeah, um, we put an incredible amount of pressure on ourselves. Um, yeah. And I mean, society does as well, but and then yeah. I think take that on and say, okay, I need to be- It's a lot. I, I, I really, I, I, man, I couldn't even imagine. Like, I, I I know, it's, it's, that's why it's so important, I think, that you're doing what you're doing. Well, thank you. Um, I think also, you know, it, once women become mothers, that there's a, a whole additional layer to that um, in terms of expectations. Again, and there's societal expectations, personal, familial yeah. expectations. Family, friends, it's like, it's Everybody, crazy. Right. And, it's, yeah. and I think we don't challenge those expectations. Like those have, have been around for, for generations and you know, the world has changed and the world is changing and how we operated in the past is not necessarily the way we need to operate in the future. And, um, you know, part of what we're doing as a, as a bigger goal is almost like women's liberation. Like think just being okay with who you are because when you're trying to live up to other people's expectations, judgments, et cetera, that creates a, a tremendous amount of anxiety and stress um, and even depression. And, um, you know, cannabis and CBD products can help alleviate some of those, those the symptoms of those um, ailments. And it's okay. Like mommy juice is normalized, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Walking that's the kids what, and having your glass of wine. What, that's what's like blows okay. my mind that that's like accepted, but like, you know, 
a CBD got made before you do it. Like when you wake up is like, yeah. could potentially be frowned upon. This is a perfect transition. So we've had the opportunity to, to work on a project together, uh, the Kind of Curious Guide for Women uh, that's going to be released uh, on 420. Um, and you and that's basically walking through, um, you know, very digestible content information for women to review um, for different aspects of their life where cannabis can help, where it may have not been considered one or also maybe have been frowned upon or there's been some type of anxiety around using cannabis in that situation. Um, and on top of that, this 420, you also are releasing, I believe, access to the spring edition of your magazine? Yes, we are. So we are a digital magazine, but we are um, offering a print version for 420 in spring, our spring edition. It's going to be all about bringing women into the um, 420 celebration. So we're highlighting and focusing on women that are in advocacy and entrepreneurship um, and highlighting those just all the different aspects of uh, brands and accessories and different things that you wouldn't have thought of um, that are cannabis related to help you celebrate 420. And so we'll have that available for purchase. Um, I want to go back to the Can of Curious Guide that I'm so happy that we partnered with on. Oh yeah, yeah. It helped <laughs> us totally. It was something that we had as an idea and you kind of came in at the right time to help us kind of push us over the hill to, um, cool. over the hump to get it done. <laughs> so I'm super That's excited awesome. about it because it's kind of like you start here, you know, like if you don't know anything about cannabis, about CBD, how it could improve your life, how it can be incorporated into your life. This is a great, you know, easy read to basically see, you know, here's how I, here's what, what I thought I was so cool is like, I, I've, I've been in the industry for like six or seven years now. And I, I, I thought I like just knew all of the basics, but I, even just like reviewing the guy a few times, I'm like, oh man, like I didn't even think about that or like look at it from that perspective. Um, yeah. So, so I think even like folks who like maybe think that they're like a varsity, you know, <laughs> cannabis user should consider like looking at this guide and then like the other ones in the series. And I'm, I'm like so happy that your guide is the first one in the series. And it, it's just been, <laughs> yeah. it's, it, it, it's been a cool experience because j- just like you, it's like we really wanted to do something special and um you know we had this opportunity to get you know pr pr out there so why not just expose you know great people like yourself and also um the house foundation who who were encouraging folks to donate to yeah um, and the house foundation like lupus as a as a disease is it's one of the it's an autoimmune disease that faces yeah. a lot of women um disproportionately impacts women um and actually disproportionate disproportionately impacts women of color um, and it's one of those, it has so many different symptoms that, you know, and I have a friend, I have a cousin that has it. And it's kind of like this just annoying disease because on the surface, you could look like you're fine, but you're dealing with chronic pain, joint pain. Um, you can get rashes if you're exposed to the sun. Um, one of my friends, hers is, um, if she has any cold temperatures, like even if she goes to the grocery store, she has to wear gloves because her fingers Will turn no blue. way like so that's crazy there's just there's there's a lot of symptoms and then there's basically a lot of prescription you know drugs that you can be on that have all these horrible side effects so partnering with kimberly house and the house foundation um she's used cannabis to kind of alleviate some of her symptoms and get off of some of the pre- prescription drugs um which is amazing so it's, it's it's just letting people know that there's these options out there we're not like 
prescribing or pushing anything, but just providing the information so that people. Yeah, can and there's there's other people out there who have who have experienced what the information that you're sharing with everyone too. It's not like you're coming from a place of just like you know doing the research and guessing. Um, right. You know, I know that you and I both have had these conversations with with people who go through crazy struggles every day and use cannabis to help them. Um, Man, yeah, it's I'm I'm so excited for that. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think it's a great it's a great shareable um, document as well, so that people. One of the things that we talk about, you know, cannabis for chronic pain, mental health, um, PMS. That's that's another one that again people don't think, but it help, it works wonders um, for for cramping because that's the inflammation in your body, and CBD works well. And and it's every month, so that. it's like you you know, there's how much ibuprofen can you yeah. take or you know, right. whatever it may be. Right. And, and I, I like the, I love the, um, like when people talk like in terms of like CBD and cannabis, like bringing in like a concept like ibuprofen. Um, cause I always, I, I use it in the same way. Like, cause I, I work out and you know, I fall down skateboarding all the time. <laughs> I've um, seen you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. On the ground, <laughs> jumping stuff. <laughs> Don, you have a baby now. No, <laughs> I know, I know. Um, but what's I think what's cool about it is like there is this like kind of, it's kind of like a cheat in the in the system because it's like it causes relief but also you kind of can get a few giggles maybe yeah. out of it too. Um, and, and what's so great is like you kind of I love you know especially being in like Colorado um, and I'm hoping that you know everyone else in the country has access like we do here. Um, just really being able to control the high and the dose and, and explore the concepts that you shed light on in the, in the kind of curious women's guide that we're right. about to release, like microdosing, um, you know, starting small because you can always take more uh, type right. of concept, which is like a beautiful concept. And the fact that we have that ability to control it now um, is amazing. And um, yeah, I, I think it's, I think it's amazing what you're doing and yeah, I couldn't be more grateful for the opportunity to work with you on this guide. Um, anything else you want our listeners to leave our listeners with? I know we have the 420, uh, spring edition coming up. It's big. We have the guide releasing, um, anything else going on in the world you want to share? Or? Um, I think that's, I think we covered everything. I think you can okay. follow us, um, at can curious mag on Instagram. Um, and our website is can We have free digital editions, um, that are, that are located there, uh, and go out and support the the 420 print edition. It's a beautiful copy and it's chock full of really good stuff. Cool. Yeah, I'll plug in links to um, all your social media, the 420 edition, the guide, uh, your social media, etc. Um, so thank you so much, Takesha. It's been a it's been a pleasure as always speaking with you. And uh, I'll be talking <laughs> to you soon. <laughs> all right. Take care, John. Thanks.